Sultan of Brunei. There's a title that would suit you. Sultan would be pretty great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. And I'd have my Sultana, which actually I kind of prefer raisins. So. Sultana is, is such a cute title. It, it is. Yeah. Oh, I prefer a Sultana, Michael. I don't like a big golden Sultana, but Sultana is beats a raisin. A normal Sultana. Oh, a Sultana yeah. is so juicy and golden. Mm. A Sultana is so juicy and golden. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm co-hostless today. I'm not joined by Will. Will is off doing a show and I'm solely joined by multiple producers. No, you, you, it's me. I'm I'm Will. I'm here. It's your friend and co-host, Will. Oh, there he is, as I, as I live and breathe. It's Will Seabag Montefiore. Will, how are things? Well, I thought you were at a show, but you're not, obviously. No, I'm available to record tonight. I've been doing okay. my usual things. I've been eating vegetables, uh, like tomatoes and potatoes. <laughs> I've been doing sketch comedy. And I've been so releasing it's great to have been joined by former Ireland internet. manager Mick McCarthy. It turns out we have also been joined by former Ireland manager Giovanni Trapattoni. Giovanni, how are you? <laughs> ah, very good, thank you. No, that, that was for Anya, Michael. That oh. was for Anya. <laughs> Sorry, gotta leave some on the pitch. Sorry, Anya. I'm just catching them all. I, I didn't have that in my bag. You know, it wouldn't be <laughs> no. in my range. So I thought, you know, let Michael have that one. Ah, he played very well, Nita Magedi. I find it very hard to do an Italian accent. You sure do. Yeah, I do. You, you sure know, not, do. I don't nail it as well as I do some of my other ones, you know? No, no, no. no, no. Can you oh, and we're now joined by um, Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman on you. I think Anya doesn't know what to do for various reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, yeah. can you can you do it? Probably best that we don't no. we don't take them on, I guess. Yeah. Oh, MBS. We got bigger fish to fry. Got a long memory, I feel. Yeah. And a big boat. Do you know what happened yesterday, right? So I was in a shop, local shopping centre, right, in an art shop, and I ran into one of the kids from school, which obviously happens. You know. Yeah. It happens. It's yeah. part of being a teacher, right? Is You're that a good the, thing or a bad locality. thing to you? Do you like that or not like that? Oh, well, everyone pretends it's a bad thing. And maybe some teachers actually think it's a bad thing. I sometimes pretend it's a bad thing, but not really. I Listen, I enjoy it. Obviously, it's nice, you know, particularly in primary school. Most of the time, they're happy to see it. The kids up in sixth class probably don't want to. This was a kid in second class, but I teach her chess. So, you know, she was... Oh, she's third class now. Maybe she's third class. Anyway... I just turned around, I'm in this art shop, and there's this small child just standing, staring up at me. She's clearly <laughs> completely like, oh my God, what has gone on here? Okay? Yeah. I was wearing a very strange combination of clothes. I was wearing blue runners, red tracksuit bottoms, a yellow t-shirt, and a navy jacket. So there was a lot going wow. on color-wise. Taste the rainbow. And I just said, hello. And I, 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 said her, I actually said her full name. Because yeah. I sometimes do that in school. you know. So that was probably, probably yeah. disconcerting. But then, anyway, I sort of said... How you doing? Good weekend or whatever. And she just sort of nodded. And then we both sort of, we were at the end of an aisle and we both sort of turned the corner of the aisle in opposite directions. Yes. 
And I overheard her say, Mr. O'Connor. So clearly she's with someone else from the school. And Uh I then grabbed the nearest thing to me in this art shop and picked it up to be like, I'll study this. Yeah. To be like, and no one's, no one's, you know, I'm, I'm now clearly distracted by something. Was it you? So what I picked up. Yes. Probably the only thing that I could have picked up in the shop that would like most of it was like paint by numbers or a jigsaw yeah. or something. No, I picked up a book that was entitled Drawing the Female Nude. <laughs> <laughs> so little inside into there's, Mr. O'Connor's weekend. The rumors about Mr. O'Connor's Mr. O'Connor's <laughs> The rumors the rumours about Mr. O'Connor's hobbies will abound, I have no doubt. <laughs> Listen, you got to find a female nude somewhere, I guess. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, when we get on to the topic of today's episode... Please. So today, we're up to our sideburns in history, and our corsets are bursting with knowledge, as we have an episode about the Victorians. Does any other era in any other country in modern modern times have such an enduring legacy? The Victorians really stand out. It was a time of considerable change and progress, and we are still living in a world shaped by many of the changes made by the, the Victorians. But was it legitimate like? Today we'll answer that question, so hold on to your monocles and buckle up those bonnets. Let's get into the quiz, guys. Sorry, were you waiting for a reaction? Sorry, well done, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, let's get into the quiz. I'll go first. Question one, and I guess both of you are participating because we, we, we don't have a, a will yeah. here this week. Um, I'm going to give you three sets of events, one of which marks the end and one of which marks the beginning of the Victorian era. So which which is it? Classic. This has become a, 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 a well-used question format. By queen us. Victoria being queen. <laughs> yeah, and Queen Victoria no longer being queen. So, set of events number one. Mount Tambora's eruption, the world's largest volcanic eruption in recorded history, inflicted over 90,000 human deaths, a cycle of famines, and a series of harsh winters over the next few years in a period that would be known as the year without a summer. Do you know what's a weird phrase, by the way? Human deaths. Why did you specify human? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I possibly copied and pasted that from something i think that's what's going on there. it's for you human deaths <laughs> it is it is so from then to uh, the invention of the prototype telephone by alexander graham bell okay second set of events charles darwin and the crew of hms beagle arrive in south america for the first time until the incorporation of u.s steel by industrialist jp morgan as the first billion dollar corporation Okay, and then the third set of events... Michael's nipples just hardened. (laughs) Mr. Morgan. (laughs) Um, Third set of events, the first journey of the London Underground to the patenting of the first modern bra by publisher, activist and socialite Caress Crosby. Can I ask you, Michael, so you're giving us the the Victorian era, is that correct? Yes, correct. Now, this may be a stupid question, but does the Victorian era extend before or after? Like, is it the same as the reign of Queen Victoria? So, that is a very good question. There are are obviously, you know, if you go through the scholarship on this, there are many definitions of what the era is, but actually it's not precisely the dates of her accession and and death. But is it close enough? It's close enough. It's within five years. Yeah. Well, why yeah. is that? Michael? Okay. Okay. Well, because 
there's a period, basically I think there's a period slightly before she came to the throne, which is which is considered for all intents and purposes to have the same sensibilities and to be just as... And what would that have been? Mm. Georgian times? Edward, no. Uh, who was her... Who, uh, yeah, hmm, I don't know. George, no, George the, like, fourth possibly, maybe? But that wasn't Georgian times as we know it. No, Georgian times were that, weren't they? So the Georgian era is up to 1837, yeah. Yeah, so... I think Queen Victoria was around like 1840-ish to about 1900. That's that's my guess, right? And I don't know, I have, for some reason I have like 1901 in my head is when she might have died. I think it's 1900 or 1901 because didn't she visit Ireland in 1900? Did she? And she died shortly after it, I think. Michael gave a nod. Are we bang on with 1901 for when you she died? Are, guys. Well done. 1901 okay. is, is both the... The date that she died uh, and and the end of the era. Yeah, well, she, she did stop being queen pretty quickly on her death, she I did. would say, Michael. So that was, yeah. And obviously, Elizabeth went past her. So yeah, was she, what are we saying? Late, late 1830s, 1840 for when it started. So the, I'm annoyed I don't know the volcano. It's very disappointing. So there's, there's a volcano? The volcano, volcano to the telephone. To, then there's something so the to telephone. The uh, first journey of London underground to... The bra, and then Darwin to U.S. Steel. I think it might be the third one, Hugh. Darwin. I thought Darwin was like the eighteen. I thought Michael, he was later. Michael is cheating. Is the first one definitely is like thirteen A.D. or something? The volcano. <laughs> I, I I think it, I, I think it might be ancient. History. <laughs> no, I don't think he's cheating. I like where our heads at. <laughs> but, Not cheating, no. but I think I think you've given us a suspicious because you gave us a really short period on one of these quizzes before. Mm. I think this might be that you've gone for like uh, the Mesopotamians called the year one on summer. Uh, so I think that's what you've done here. I thought Darwin was later. I thought he was like 1850s or something. But maybe I'm wrong. The bra, I think, is... So everybody was wearing their corsets for a lot of this time. Like, I think the bra might not be around until maybe the 20s or 30s. Okay. And the telephone. Telephone is right around then, of course, yeah. Mm. Does Michael just want the J.P. Morgan one, though, you know? Is that what titillates him? The listener won't like what he's doing with his eyebrows uh, at all. Let's, let's go. Let's go volcano to telephone. Oh, so close, Hugh. So close. Uh, it was Darwin uh, to U.S. Steel. Uh, so Charles I was right. Darwin was J.P. Morgan. Should have trusted Michael's capitalist gut. When was, when was the volcano? So the volcano was in 1815. That was Mount Tambora. Uh. Um, up until the uh, the, the tele- invention of the cell phone, that was in 1876. Um, then the yeah, other false one was the first journey to London Underground, 1863, to the first bra, which was 1914, which I think you're roughly right. You were very close on that one, yeah. But the one that was correct was Darwin landing in South America. That was in 1832, so five years before Victoria took to the throne. Uh, but that is commonly included in the Victorian era, uh, up till 1901, when she died and US Steel was incorporated. And an unrelated uh, set of events. Question two. So I, I'm going to give you three Victorian slang terms. I want you to tell me what they mean. Amazing. Okay. Okay. And I, if you need a clue, I'll deduct half a point, but I'll put the word okay. in the sentence. Okay. So what is mm. a mutton shunter? Now, is that shunter or chunter? Shunter. A mutton shunter. A mutton shunter. A mutton shunter. It's probably... Is it like a garment of clothing, Hugh? Is it like a... 
Mm, is it a is it a type of hat? Or or, or a legging of some kind? Mm, no, mm. you're shunting your mutton down the leggings. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, what would mutton be? I mean, what's mm. or 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 is it or is it is it like a type of vehicle? Is it a vehicle? Oh, like to carry sheep, shunting mutton. So like a delivery van, the early yeah. de- a horse-drawn delivery van. Yeah. A train, a train carriage. A train. Okay, train, train. We know no clues. No clue. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a policeman. A policeman. Yeah. Okay. Any reason why? No, and I tried to find that out, and I couldn't find any reason for it. Now, my next one is: What's a fly rink? Is that like a counter? An ice skating rink for bugs. Is it like a you know like a a a, a, a an unclean counter in a shop? You know, the flies are buzzing around. Oh, like that's very rink. good, but no, no. A fly rink. You look very cute, like a baby. <laughs> thank you. I very. I don't know the last time I was called cute on you, so thank you for that. No, he was doing a sort of a baby's face. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> intending to, but we'll 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 put it on Instagram for the listeners. <laughs> um, uh, a fly rink. I mean. Oh, they didn't have rhyming slang back then, did they? No, they're not rhyming. What were you going to say? Like hijinks. Oh, that's mm. good. Um, no. Would you mm. like a clue? Yeah. Yes, I would like a clue. Um, uh, Looks like you haven't thought of the clues already. No. <laughs> I'm trying to go to the good one is. Um, there's no point in going to the barbers with that fly rink. You're bald. Bald. It's bald a sh- head. It's a shiny bald head. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a fly rink. A, a wow. fly rink. Yeah. That's quite oh, nice. I'm going to start it? using that. What yeah. was your clue for policemen have been, by the way, for the mutton shunter? Oh, there's no um, point in going to that barber with that mutton shunter. <laughs> oh, I was going to be like something like, uh, but quick hide. Here come the mutton shunters. Look, I didn't say they're yeah. not. They're not good clues. <laughs> no, I suppose it's more that you explained your rules around the clues in such detail at the start <laughs> that I imagine that you would have these clues yeah. ready, much like. Sort of, if on only connect, they move to the next clue, you'd be like, all right, slide this one into place. But actually, no, you just decided. No, I'm not, I'm yeah. not Victoria Carnvale. If you're bald, you don't go to the barber. No, you're okay. not. You now, sure aren't. What? Well, I feel like such a barb. Uh, okay, what, what would a Victorian have meant by bags Oh, mystery? <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I, 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 what's the point of reading all those Dickens novels if, if, I, don't, if I don't know what these oh, mean? Mystery. Bags of mystery. It's not. It's nothing to do with clothes, is it? Not types is of trousers. Do you like the weather? No. Bags um, of mystery. Do you want to give us a, a field of? Um, oh, okay, of it's a food. It's a food. Bags I think. Of I think if you think about this for a second, you will get it. Sausages. Sausages. Bags oh. of mystery. Very oh, well done. Mm. Very well done. Now, mm. as a special treat, though, I have some words that I think maybe a you sausage guys, for each of you. I think what you might have been called <laughs> by your Victorian friends down the mines or. In the yeah. slums, uh, so I think Hugh, you might have been called a totty one lung, which means <laughs> oh. an asthmatic person with a high opinion of themselves. Oh, I mean that's literally what Michael is on you. <laughs> oh, I couldn't remember which of you. I, can't, I couldn't remember which of you had uh, had a high opinion uh, of themselves. Michael has asthma. I'm a high opinion of himself. Now, Michael, I think you'd either be a gong goozler, oh. which is uh, an idle, gormless person, or. <laughs> A windy wallets, which is somebody who talks too much. <laughs> uh, I'll be toddy one long, please. Toddy uh, one long. You yeah. were a toddy one long. Now you know. Maybe we could just put bygones. <laughs> maybe we could just let bygones be bygones and get a couple of belly washers, <laughs> lemonades, 
Um, <laughs> and what would you be, Anya? Uh, a scurrying funge. Somebody who tidies the house quickly when somebody calls. Oh, very good. Mm. <laughs> so that's that's nice. But there's some quite good ones. Like uh, they used to say, if you you ha- I've got the morbs, which is if you've got a kind of a temporary melancholy. If you've gone to see Morbius. Yeah. But I think that's something we'd say today. The morbs. Yeah, yeah it does. The, that really the, the does. Morbs. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then another thing I saw was saying that... It some... sounds quite South Dublin, actually. It doesn't like you'd hear me saying it. I've just got to talk to the morbs, to be honest. So... <laughs> The I don't other... know that I'm not, not really feeling up to it today. And the the other one that I thought was good was, good was somebody being brilliant. But uh, do you know what I actually really like? I like, like I like sort of like frozen ice fruit desserts. So I'm just going to get a couple of sorbs. <laughs> <laughs> sorbs for the morbs. No sorbs yeah, before really morbs. But uh, the other one I thought... Made a load of money out of them though, actually. So I'm now on the forbs. <laughs> Do you know, I have to say though, if I was picking Soviet leaders, there's only one for me. It's Mikhail, big fan of the Gorbs. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea where that was going for so long. And then and then you you just buried it in the back of the net. Thank you. Thank it was, you. It was, it was beautiful to watch. Um and the other one they had was saying that somebody was bricky. Which I think was then a precursor to in an Eden Blyton novel, Hugh calling somebody a brick. Oh, yeah, seems like a real solid sound citizen. Yeah, and I think we should bring back that. I love that brick. Real, yeah, he's an absolute yeah. brick. An absolute yeah. brick. Even though I might start calling the kids that. Michael would yeah. insultingly say to me. <laughs> he does. It does. You, yeah, like it a, does. A big old brick. You know. <laughs> Well, I think I like it being bricky. I think that's what what nice. was what was the nickname that you gave? To, or, or what was the slang term you applied to yourself? What was it? A, a fudgy uh, worm? Scurry funge. A scurry funge. A scurry funge, and that's if someone's calling over to your house. So here's the thing. Oh, I tell you, it's better than a furry scunge, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but it, is that that's something that's changed since Victorian times? When's the last time that someone called over to your house unannounced? It's almost definitely you, Michael. That's true. Well, That's it true. has happened to me, but it's 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 it would be an unusual occurrence. Like it's, I mean, it's not like I'm not. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's not socially acceptable anymore, but it's definitely not the norm. I think the expectation yeah, is you I fall think, ahead. Right? I think it it happens occasionally, but you see the thing is, I don't open the door. If someone rings the doorbell, yeah. I don't open the door. Yeah, oh, if yeah. the doorbell rings, I'm not expecting somebody. I assume if it's someone, they'll just ring me. You know. But, but am I right? I'd say, I'm outside your house. And then I'll say, okay, Grant, I'll let you in. I'll start Have you hiding. ever hidden in your house from somebody at the door? Yes. It's, it's yeah. a oh, yes, stupid thing. Because suddenly you're, you feel like an alien in your own home. Oh, or occasionally, Anya, I go up and like, because I've got sort of slatted blinds in one of the bathrooms. And so I sort of peek through the blinds <laughs> to see if they've gone. But then, yeah, I'm always worried because there's a door, my hall, then there's a door into the kitchen. And I'm like, oh, that door isn't closed. So they yeah. could peep through the letterbox but imagine someone actually no, yeah. doing that there was one day one day i was here and uh the door rang uh, a couple of times and i wanted to see who it was so i sat with my back to the, the window and i got the baby monitor and i held it up <laughs> behind me and then looked at looked at why was that there. better than just looking out yeah they were seeing me but i did I had this little but did they not just see your see hand holding a baby, baby no, 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 i was very i was very discreet about my no you um, weren't what's your excuse so say somebody calls and you purposely don't answer mm. uh, i sometimes be like i have my earphones in mm. i i was in the bathroom but you mean what and they then so somebody like if you came to my door and you didn't want to see me you hide and then i tell you hugh i've just been at your door would you? Oh, but you see, if, if but if it was you, I'd say, "Oh no, I'm here." 
come back, I just didn't answer the door because I don't answer the door to people. Okay. Anyone who would be able to call me, I'd let in. Well, here's okay. here's the thing. I think we all need to be very honest with each other now in answering this question, right? So, so if I turn up at your house unannounced, is that a good thing or a bad thing? You open the door and it's me. Michael, you haven't come to my house, I think, since you moved across the city. I have only ever gone to your house. <laughs> and that is, what, seven years ago? I definitely... More. I have definitely been here. Okay, when you say you've definitely come to my... Once... Uh, like three times, I would say. I haven't been in your house in about a decade. Oh, I think it's more. My dad has mentioned it on you. <laughs> what, You're like, on the list? happily, he's like, yes. You're on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's like however many days. Yeah, since an accident. accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ha- no, I've been in your house more recent than you think. That sounds creepy, but I have. I, I think, no, I haven't actually. <laughs> more recently than you know. I don't you think know. you have on you. I think you've haven't been in my house in a long time Michael maybe you've come once but maybe I don't think more but, than that but oh Hugh door... I have I have been in your house I have been in your house what's the first thought though, that runs through your mind if you open the door and it's me or or it's Anya or, it you depends know. on like are, oh, you, are, I'd be, are you there it'd be something? a lovely surprise what oh, time yeah. in, it would be a lovely what surprise time of day you is open it? the door Anya you open the door it's um, it's it's 6pm okay yeah. you open the door who do you want to see there me or Hugh Hugh would have brought some sort of offering. Yeah. There'd be a baked good. Definitely. There'd be a, yeah, definitely. Uh, now, although you're quite good too, you brought an apple pie the last yeah. time you were here. Yeah, I think yeah. though, Michael, you'd bring your kids, so it would be more of a more of an um, an event, an ordeal, an event trial. Yeah. Yeah. Like Michael, the la- I I love when you come over and I love your kids, right? But when you leave, I, I my husband and I just look at each other with sort of like a. Like two people who've just cheated death. You know what I mean? It's like, just like this. I'm like, I'm like, actually, actually after you left, I don't think we've ever had such a relaxing evening because it was just like seeing the other side and then you it, you pack up your 14,000 bags and your caddies and your yeah. your uh, your hampers yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, and then just sweet. And the circus sweet, leaves town. Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet silence. Anya, I do remember after my mum died in the, in the couple of weeks afterwards, you sent a lovely parcel or you arranged for a lovely parcel to be delivered with all sorts of treats and and baked things but i remember going to the door and (laughs) the delivery guy was there and he handed it to me but obviously my mind (laughs) i guess reasonably enough wasn't in the right place because obviously it had my address on it but the first thing i saw was your name (laughs) and my first thought was this guy is so far away from where he's meant to be. <laughs> like, how on earth has he managed? Uh, did, but you, then, did you send him away or something? I think I started to. And then I was like, no, 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 hang on a second. I think I understand. And I need those Mars Bar squares. Um, but yes, that was lovely on you. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's the closest you've come to being in my house, I suppose. Yeah, just having kind of a proxy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. yeah. 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 I, I feel like I've seen your house, though. Do you know what I mean? You don't need oh, to I've, see anymore. I've, I've had a look. You know, <laughs> I've uh, you know, yeah. I've, I've I've sipped at your cup, Michael. Who would you prefer if it was at your door, me or you? Uh, well, you see, Hugh actually comes to my house quite a bit. So I was in your house like last week. Yeah. I think true. you'd. I I actually haven't been in your house in quite a while, Michael. But yeah. but you're right. I think you'd prefer Anya because. There's more danger involved. There's more novelty. You know, you don't know what true. you're going to get with Anya. That's true. You know? yeah. Which one's Michael, if I up? come to your house, you know exactly what we're going to do. We're going to go down to the local park. We're going to yeah. play basketball for an hour until we're scared away by some 14-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably exaggerating their age upwards. <laughs> yeah. We're then going to go to... We're, 
We're probably not going to order a Domino's anymore. We'll instead just go to Super Value and buy a frozen pizza. Yep, yep, and then yep. we'll go back to your house and yep. watch Skyfall. <laughs> the perfect but Like, that's what'll happen. And you, I will fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The and the then I'll cycle evening. the 14 kilometers home. <laughs> perfect. And I'll still be Which sleeping. I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Michael, you're always trying to make me stay in your house. Yeah, there's a bed for you there if you need it. I always you're that. always saying that, but it makes me feel like you think I'm homeless. Like, oh, there's a place for you here. It's like, no, but <laughs> yeah, I have I just, a bed. Yeah, I don't like the thoughts I, of you tracking. I, I just think you really can't fathom, like, that other people live not mm. in Dublin. You know, I think you really yeah, struggle with that Yeah, I do find it hard to, yeah, mm. I do find it hard to understand that. Yeah. Like, I live, like, a 35-minute drive from your house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, which is not that much further than my house. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, Michael, we could be seeing each other all the time. It's a different world, though, isn't it, really? You know? A better world out here, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, whenever I'm on a plane um, and it's coming in, I can see your house, kind of. Yeah. I'm always like, you can. Poor, bas- poor bastards. Yeah, you can see it. You can actually <laughs> see my house from the plane. It's great. Anya, I've got a question for you, right? Yeah. Blimps. Yeah. Right. Talk to me about blimps. Um, I they actually might have a, they have a touch of the Victorian about them. Like we'd be like, hey, let, uh, yeah, come on, the Michael. zeppelins. Let's. Yeah. But are you? I feel like were we all fascinated by blimps for a while? Yeah. You know, was it like quicksand. Are you thinking of somebody else? Well, no. It's like a hovercraft to a train, isn't it? A blimp to an airplane, like. <laughs> no, it's more like a. Do you guys yacht remember when we were small? There was a hovercraft. There was a hovercraft like that went from yeah. like. The, yes. the Isle of Man to yep. the UK or something. A hovercraft. Yeah. A hovercraft. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Like, but do you hear what I'm saying? Y- yeah, it yeah, seems no. unnecessary because it, it didn't go on land either. Like, it just went on the water. So. Yeah, why could, well, why... Michael, it was a hovering, so obviously it only travelled on the cushion of air. It wasn't travelling on land. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love that. It's like, you know what I always think sounds amazing, but it's really boring? A hydrofoil? On hol- you know, if you're like, uh, you're- Michael and I have been on one of them. I think I was on a hydrofoil all, with you All guys. three of us, all three of us were on a hydrofoil at one stage. Yeah, and I fell asleep. It was one of- <laughs> Oh, that was when we were in Italy and we were both, we were all so tired, like so tired. Can't believe, like, what well, I can't explain to you what it would take for me now to go on a holiday organized by you. Like, yeah, that's true. I, a a yeah. gauntlet that, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, and the, the way you'll save money, like, with, with no thought for your own personal comfort like yeah. you just don't care <laughs> yeah, you know what so I, mean? I really don't i actually yeah. relish in it yeah i really do i i really i really enjoy like oh oh a, oh, a bus connection with a three-hour layover <laughs> gimme mm. gimme gimme i booked yeah. us all don't thank yeah. me now <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. An, yeah. an animal question three Go, gonna talk about the big lady herself queen victoria um so i'm gonna give you three victoria facts and you've got to tell me two, two of which are true, one of which is false. Okay, so Victoria fact number one. In addition to her royal right to all swans in the United Kingdom as queen, Victoria maintained an extensive personal aviary. Her favorite pet was her pet, Egret Francis, who was a small heron. In 1850... Well, so he was an, that's, he was that's, an egret. That's, what was Francis. Are all egrets herons or are all herons egrets? That's a good one. And what's a crane? It's a oh, big no, machine that lives uh, And a stork. Things. Yeah. I, are storks real? They, they are, yeah. yeah. Why? Okay, what other animals Not do you... Not everything about the stories you might have heard is real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring the babies. What, 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 yeah. what other animals are you not certain? Kangaroos? Well, I, I, 
we were on this podcast and I genuinely took me for a second somebody was talking about dragons and I was like are there dragons though because <laughs> it's kind of believable like is I mean there, lions is there but li- like lions are mad blue whales are mad why would there not be a dragon yeah 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 well I, I guess they breathe pilot light in them which I don't think is seen in the animal kingdom you know um, yeah, but like you get a couple of get a couple of curries into you, Michael. You'll be breathing <laughs> fire now, brother. I tell you what. Okay, so there's there's Francis. Uh, then, uh, in... but is Francis a heron or an egret? I I I I, I think there was the egret Jon Snow's girlfriend in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know nothing, Michael. <laughs> Victoria fact number two: In 1852, John Camden Neild, an eccentric miser left Victoria an unexpected legacy, which Albert used to obtain Balmoral. So that's when Balmoral... Balmoral... Balmoral, yes, that sounds like... That's how Jerry Adams would say it, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'd Uh, say he might have a... I'd say say Jerry Adams' views on Balmoral. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say he had a lot of views on it, actually, from different (laughs) angles. Different perspectives, (laughs) different hideouts. Then question, or fact three, Victoria was brought up under the Kensington system, a strict and elaborate set of rules. Young Victoria was never allowed to be apart from her mother, her tutor, or her governesses. Her first request upon her accession after her 18th birthday was that she should be allowed an hour by herself. Right, well, which would Anya, no, not Anya, Michael wrote this question. Which would Michael like most? He'd like the idea of a group of sort of, Young to middle-aged women, all right. Oh. He he likes Balmoral, though. I do like Balmoral. He'd like making up something about Balmoral. Oh, yeah. Francis is Michael all one... over it. And Avery. Francis Michael... the Avery. Heron. Avery is such a Michael word. Francis he's is showing off, word. showing off with the egret, but then he also used the word heron at the same time. You see, that kind of... <laughs> the Balmoral one is boring. Michael's boring. Well, that's the Balmoral of the story. <laughs> I guess you could say it's a bit of a Balmoral dilemma. <laughs> I think Balmoral is real. Yeah. So Michael, like, if if you're feeling, what were you, what was he a totty what the totty one lung? Yeah. The asthmatic person who has a high opinion on themselves. Like, if you just walk up a hill beside that Scottish residence, are you taking the Balmoral high ground? <laughs> I like that. The Balmoral high ground sounds like a John le Carre novel is it john le Carre? it does yeah yeah it is so yeah. then we've got the heron or we've got the kensington i'd say the kensington system is real on you as well i think i'm with you i think he's made up the birds i i think it's the heron i think it's the heron okay we think the heron's made up michael guys you've rumbled me um any idea why i made that one up is is francis egret heron an anagram <laughs> no it's not it's because we're talking about victoria's egret you know like <laughs> Like the, you know, you know. That's very good. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Very good. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, guys, you did reasonably well on the quiz. No. Will we? Will we? Will we talk about? I guess will we talk about what what the Victorians were like? Their, you know, what daily life was like in the Victorian era. Yeah. So, what I want to ask you, Hugh, what do you think your like? If you imagine yourself as a Victorian, do you think you would have been like a, a Victorian schoolmaster? You know, would you, a Victorian kind of merchant, a Victorian mm. orphan, because because I think we think about the the kind of rich Victorians, but obviously mm. life for a lot of people was pretty grim. Yeah, it wasn't all herons and egrets. No, it certainly wasn't. You see, I feel 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel the only things I ever think I feel I'm thinking like Brontes and Dickens. You know, that's all yeah. I'm thinking when I'm when I'm hearing Victorians. You know. Yeah, I've no idea. Do you think there's a there's a job that would have been there for me? I think well, I'd just have been a clerk in some shipping company, wouldn't I? You'd be, you a, te- you'd be a teacher, surely. Yeah, I suppose I'd be a teacher. He'd be a schoolmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Young, young, uh, young Scrooge is schoolmaster. I mean, young Scrooge is a bit generous because in those terms, you'd have been, you know, at, at your age in Victorian times, you'd have, you'd have been practically an elderly man. And I was saying the schoolmaster to young Scrooge, not oh, not yeah. young Scrooge's schoolmaster. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because no, the, absolutely. The, the, oh, sure. I'd have been on the way out. I'd have been. I'd have been probably. Well, like three marriages and 18 kids in by this point. But I think the life expectancy was something 46 or something. Was it? No way. But again, is, is, this, is this because of, didn't John Gallagher tell us that all these life expectancy numbers are nonsense because they're based on averaging out and that's infant mortality has a huge impact on that. So yeah. So like Victorian people were times, still living to 70, but it's what, you just had to make it past five. But 25% of children died before they were five. Yes, Whoa. but Which once is, you got past five, that's so great. You were, yeah, you were home and hosed. Mm. Yeah. And Anya, what do you? What role do you think you would have played? Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I, for women, I think for much of human history, there's not scatty a scatty governess. Scatty governess. <laughs> I mm. see it. I see it. He's right. No, I wouldn't be a governess. I'd have been like a milkmaid or a. Like a... <laughs> You've really downgraded yourself, Anya. I wouldn't like to be a governess. No, no. But you would like to be a milkmaid. Well, I think I think you'd have. I think you'd. Yeah, I'd say you'd have moved moved jobs quite a bit on you. (laughs) Well, I don't think you. I don't think there was much of like oh, recruiters being on to me, and thinking about getting into into milking. No, I. Linky Dan. Yeah. No, I. 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 I No, I think. I think I'd have liked some sort of maybe quite, you know, a a hale and hearty, outdoorsy job. You know. Yeah. Mm. A maiden. Well, that's not a job. Well, that's a different thing, okay, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Back away. Maybe like working in a small inn, you know? Yeah, I can see that, actually. Yeah. 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 Heaving yeah. kegs in and, and like knowing where, getting the, getting the stick out from underneath the bar if you needed to hoosh someone out. Yeah. 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 And, and flicking on the GAA on a Sunday. <laughs> I can see you there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Could we all work in this inn? Maybe there could be a school in the back room of the inn. Michael's yeah. the landlord, obviously. Yeah. I know. I think I'm some kind of awesome explorer. That's what I am. I'm all. No, because, no, yeah, we all both got ordinary jobs. Because obviously, in the fantasy, I yeah. want to be like the Duchess of Norfolk or something. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. I wouldn't choose this. So, so yeah. Michael and I'm old Tom Morris winning British Opens to beat the band, you know? <laughs> yeah, we've all, or you could be an old-timey boxer. Oh, yeah. Michael, you would be a clerk in, like, the family firm that sells... Yeah. Like... In Jesselton, Jesselton, Jesselton and Jesselton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. And all right. Uh, you would have your lady wife and... Yeah, but I dream of being an explorer. Well, right? sure, we all we all have dreams. Well, I'm heaving those kegs. And in. you and your lady, like you wouldn't speak to each other ever. No, no, no. Yeah. She's no. in another, okay. another, another. She'd have borne you four children. Yeah. And you, yeah. I'm not even sure you were there for all of those. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. There was a way of doing things back then. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you, and I think you'd love the kind of Victorian sensibilities of menswear, like the um the little uh, oh, nightcap, yeah. yeah. nightgown, yeah. 
a little um, candle holder thingy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some serious hairstyles. This is one thing I want to ask you about. Have either of you ever heard of muscular Christianity? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen Jesus' six-pack. So this was... Uh, like I was sliced. <laughs> so, like, the Victorians had a very particular concept of Victorian masculinity. And I think it may have been the first time in Western society that there was an emphasis put on kind of fitness of body. Okay. Interesting. Which, okay. Is, which is quite interesting. And that there would have been maybe more of a premium put on being into Jacked. sports and into, you know, playing games. And like in the school system, there would have been more of an emphasis. I, I, I presume that's where rugby and stuff comes from in school. Yeah, yeah. Would have been yeah, more so, so all this, yeah, like basically all sort of modern or many modern sports were sort of codified during the Victorian era. Yeah. yeah. So the athlete apparently had become, that was kind of the first time an athlete became kind of a hero in society. And E.M. Forster said it led to well-developed bodies, fairly mm. developed minds and undeveloped Ooh. hearts. Oh. And Michael, you'll enjoy this. So then by the second half of the 19th century, the another element of Victorian manliness was imperialism and basically yeah. colonizing non-Western yeah. cultures. So You'll big, enjoy this. Well, no, because you the, would I, enjoy that, Michael. The ideal man was considered to be an adventurer, a pioneer. Yeah. So, with, Michael, would that be kind of your Jules Verne sort of around the yeah, world? Yeah, like I there, guess so. The, yeah. So there, be, there was an emphasis on being sporty, adventurous, pioneering. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. Uh, uh, you're more King Leopold of Belgium, aren't ooh, you? No, no, no. He's not good. He's not cool. What's wrong with him? He's pretty much the worst person that ever lived. <laughs> yeah. He he basically. Uh, got upset that Belgium didn't have an empire. So he said, let's go and get an empire. And the Belgians were like, we're grand, thanks. We don't need that. And he was like, well, then I'm going to go and get an empire. So he basically took Congo for himself, killed about 10 million people, got all their resources, and uh, eventually, I think, set up a human zoo in Brussels. Bad dude. Of Congolese people. It's not great. Hugh, have you read uh, Tom Bryan's School Days? I haven't, no. Because that, that that would have been where you would see an example of muscular Christianity because it was a way that the Victorians like to build character in young men. Okay, interesting. Uh, but it's interesting because I think, Michael, it's interesting because you, you said that codifying sports. So a lot of the things that we still see today, I think, started yes. in yes. the Victorian so, times. So, so, so actually, the Victorians had... Uh, a mania for standardization, right? So it wasn't just things like oh, I'd say you'd have because the sports all existed, but that they yeah. they actually yeah they they wrote the rules at that point. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, exactly. It um, would have been a great time for a toffee little stump muncher. What, what was it called? <laughs> to- toffee muncher. <laughs> oh, I don't Tom. think it was called anything like that. <laughs> Oh. That's what it is now. Yeah, that's not good. But, Hello, but, I'm Michael. I'm a toffee little stump muncher. <laughs> and think, a stuffy little toff muncher. Think, and a munchy little toff stuffer. I think you would have done very well. Like, not so much playing the games, but the boy with the clipboard who made sure the, the games were With the clipboard, making properly. sure that it was that we were playing according to the code. So, but but you're, you're right. So things like football and, and rugby, they, they were sort of standardised. But then other things like... Golf. chemical processes so so you know science and technology was coming about so you know whereas before you know you would have had you know one person in one factory trying to make one thing and one person in another and not really communicating what they they, they they sort of standardized processes and you know that's what the scientists of the the era spent their time doing and then even things like time so prior to the victorian era in the uk most towns were still just running on their own time and the victorians standardized it across the uk and also across across um, the empire. So, um, yeah, they do, loved it. Do you think it's maybe, if you had to go back in time, is it the latest point 
I'm not explaining this very well, in which we might feel semi at home. I, I do think so. And like the it, earliest point, uh, you mean? There, the or yeah, if you went back point. last week, you'd feel at home. Yeah, particularly yeah. if you went back to your home. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the earliest, the earliest point. So like, yeah, is it yeah. the? Is I it think the, so. Is it or is it the last stop before we'd really be out of our depths? So I think many historians would say that um, the Victorian era is where much of the modern world was invented. Now I know it's kind of ridiculous in that the modern world was invented by all of you know history. But but really, it really leaves an outsized mark on the way that we live our lives. So there are certain things, for example, it was really um, the first time that the middle class sort of became a thing, that both, both they grew as a, a proportion of society, but also there was a way that the middle class lived. They had their jobs, they had their leisure time, etc. Et well, it was probably around the time that that was when a weekend became... Thing. It was also, things like probably. things like that, and the, but there were there was a pre- increased importance put on time with your family, time le- leisure time, even the idea of prior to the Victorian era in 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 the United Kingdom anyway, the idea that marriage should be based on romantic love was was kind of seen as a bit of a bit of a wild idea, and in Victorian era, even though they were very muscular and very proper, etc., they came to accept that you know love was a real thing, and it probably was better that people liked each other. Before they before they got together, so yeah, I do I do think I think you might be right on you. It might be as far back as I, so, I sort of think like if you watch Bridgerton, which is like a Regency era drama, mm. it's very much ye olde times. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. if you watch something set in like eighteen ninety, they possibly have light bulbs at that point, do they? Yeah, Sherlock yeah, Holmes yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Sherlock Holmes, I feel like I could very easily just slot yeah. myself in there. Around the world in eighty days, on you, you'd you'd fit into Jules Verne's yeah. stuff very well. Yeah, where not the adventure around the world, but the part in London. But I, I think I would really struggle if I was dropped into Georgian times to make a go of it. And Ooh. I think I think people must have started to smell much better in the Victorian times as well. I th- I think a lot yeah. of modern ideals of hygiene mm-hmm. and grooming. Mm. For the ordinary yeah. person, would have improved a lot, and, and not just that, but but appearance and behaviour and morality. That's not to say that people before them didn't have a moral code, but very much society started to place a great deal of importance on on someone being polite, you know, and uh, uh, being really? a gentleman. That uh, yeah, that idea was sort of was sort of spread, and much of much of this sort of. I guess sort of standards of behavior that we come to expect now, much of them again were sort of standardized in, in the Victorian era. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, but it is interesting as well, Michael, what you said though, like about, Oh, like the way that we define the age by mm. this group of mm. weird English people living their lives when obviously much of the world was, was not standardizing tennis. Well, you know? that's, well, that's the thing. I mean, I, but I guess it was just one country and it was not all the population in that country, but, their influence on the world overall was mm. was just so dramatic. I mean, the, the sort of big Victorian United Kingdom touched most corners of the world, you know? In, in, and not, not necessarily for the best, as we all know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I don't want to make the list of pros and cons because that feels like a pretty big con, <laughs> you know? Do you, Bruce, when you think of the, the Victorians, do you think of them as being, you mentioned the morality thing, do you think of them as being very staid and, and stuffy? Or, like, because they had very strict, you know, to back to the day-to-day thing about rules around mourning and courtship and all that kind of thing. But obviously it was, there was photographs, so arguably it was when pornography, as we know it, would have become a thing. 
uh, burlesque dancers. There would have been a, a seedier side to the Victorians as well. So I think I think that stuff was kind of seen as a as sort of a, a release valve, right? Because um, well, it was uh, I mean, the, the idea, the main sort of it, Victorian like... principle was self restraint. And you know this comes across in a lot of the novels that you read. It's you know get a hold of yourself, man, or you know sort of you, you know you that, they that, said, that get a hold get a hold of yourself, man. You got to case the Forbes. you know things like he came in and his his hat was off you know as if (laughs) as if that was you know the worst thing that could possibly happen his colors were askew yeah exactly exactly so so those types of sensibility like the idea was that you should be like whatever your internal emotions were you should be restrained in how you you express them to the outside world well, no, I was just going to say one last thing on that, though, I think is interesting that we sometimes assume that I, I don't say like when you, I'm basing all of this on Blackadder. But yeah. if you watch uh, Blackadder set in the Georgian times, it all looked very, um, uh, Michael, what's the word for loose morals? Like uh, body and uh, body, ribald. Go- yeah, good times. Women who were very promiscuous. Lurid. Lurid, yes. uh, drinking, writing mm. poetry, yeah. dying of syphilis. <laughs> like, yeah. whereas, yeah. Yeah. The, and then everything seems to get very yes. buttoned up, very yeah. staid, and we're still unpicking that. Very end. high colours. Yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also the first time, certainly in the United Kingdom anyway, that all homosexual acts were outlawed. So in the Victorian times, they 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 button yeah. So so and I think we tend we tend to think of sort of progress in a linear fashion, but it wasn't. You know, uh, there were things that were acceptable pre-Victorian era, which became unacceptable in, in the Victorian era. Yeah, but is that part of, to go back to the kind of the idea of the Christian, the muscular Christian Christianity mm. thing that yeah. that kind of um that they had this new ideal of the man, the man, a man so. being I think so yeah restrained, mm. fit. Mm. You know, well, I think whereas... it was it was again it was back to standardization. This is how one behaves. This is what one does. You know, it was all it was that 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 idea that everyone has to conform to a particular formula. Do you think you would have done better in uh, the body, good times of say Louis XIV's court or the Georgian era, or do you think you would have done well as a buttoned up little Victorian man? Look, I'm a chameleon. On you, you could drop me in any time in history, and I'd uh, I'd uh, I'd ply my fortune. You know. <laughs> I thing? think I actually think that is kind of true. Leopold coming out again. <laughs> I think that is kind of true. I, I could see Michael as a sniveling courtier to 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 the Sun Thank King. Thank you. Thank you, Anya. And mm. I think you'd love having those little heeled shoes. Oh the, yeah, the, I would. The biggest wig on campus. <laughs> Yeah, and even things like my 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 liege, the uh, yeah, the yeah. the the three musketeers are at it again. I'm confusing my references, yeah. uh, but I think you'd love that. Or yeah. you could be like I could see you as a cardinal. Of Thank some you. Sort. I, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Sort of, I think you um, do, scheming I, behind the yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, but very yeah. much not front and center. Like so, no, 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 no. no and no, I think no, we no. we've we've talked about this before actually on the Romans, uh, the Gladiator episode. That you yeah. you would you you would have been some scheming senator. So yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, Michael, do you like the look of the Victorians? Would you have gone for the mutton chops? The the I, I love I love the the big the great coats the hats great coats you know and the big collars yeah yeah it's a great look. Well, I I was reading today about a couple who live in Washington State, right? And they live their lives as if it is the Victorian era. Mm, okay. So. They live in a Victorian era house. 
Okay. They have a period appropriate ice box that they have to stock with block ice. Okay. They use a mechanical clock, uh, fountain pens, no mobile phones. They have early electric light bulbs or oil lamps. The guy is a lecturer and he has to take a ferry to work and he, he takes a little Victorian era bike. <laughs> they dress in Victorian clothes. They they read everything they cook. They they use like an antique egg beater to uh, make omelets. Is, this, is, this is like, they're doing it the easy way, okay? I, I appreciate the commitment, but what you need to be doing is inventing steamships, participating in the scramble for Africa, you know, all this kind of stuff. They're doing the easy Dying stuff. of dysentery. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that you love how they spent one of their recent vacations. We rode our high wheel cycles more than 17.5 miles along a historic railroad route oh between abandoned silver mines. God. No. Yeah, but they there's a photo of them on their various... He's on a halfpenny... What, what the, a penny farthing and yeah. she's in some kind of a tricycle where you sit in between the wheels oh my God. but they they say they get terrible abuse in public which, yeah. which seems a bit much uh, yeah. and they've been mm. they, they were thrown out of a museum because they were told we don't allow costumes in here which they take offense to because they say it's not a costume yeah it's the way they're mm. living their lives but i've heard about this like there's people who live their lives since the 1940s people it's it's mm. uh, oh sure there i mean i mean there are the people who live their lives as though they live in star trek though as well you know i yeah. kind of view it as the same thing at this stage yeah that's true. like you're, you're cosplaying yeah but Hugh do you think you would kind of they say they're they're introverts and they like like the main thing that you do is you read or you cook like mm. or you tend your garden like it is a very oh I mean Anya I think it, in some ways I could be argued to live quite a Victorian lifestyle it's just that I am able to google things drive places and you know be as warm as I want to be mm. you know like it's the, all those those comforts are there and, but, and yeah. antibiotics. Mm. Yeah, well, speaking of that, that I mean, if you think of the technologies that were either invented or came to widespread use during the Victorian era, so everything from photography to the telegraph to the telephone to steamships to railways to electric lighting, everything sort of, again, shaped the modern world, much greater connectivity, the ability for people to work at night and not to be reliant on <laughs> the light you're going to say sun. work from home. <laughs> work well, from home. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a uh, you know the, the world really took a step forward do you think like looking back at it they got a lot done in that time period do you think of the time that we've been alive guys what's your favorite piece of technology that's that's emerged i mean it would have to be something in modern medicine i suppose wouldn't it your favorite though that's the one that you get the most yucks out of um well i think the phone has been nothing but poison you know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's... I love it. But I, I, yeah. I mean, I was reading about that couple right now. I wouldn't choose it. And I'm a very extroverted person. But what must it have been like to have been, you know, a relatively well-off Victorian, just sit down and read a book and like there'd be nothing, like to be so... Yeah, but I even think about if you go back as far as like, or as, as, as recently as like the 1980s, people went into work and sat down at their desk and there was no computer in there. Like, you know, like, I actually once had a job where I didn't have a computer, right? And I came nice. in, there was a desk, and I had a I had a I had some physical files. Yeah, and, and I, a bucket I, and a cow, <laughs> and a small stool. No, and I would just work through my physical files. That's lovely. I didn't have a computer. Is that so weird? That's delightful. Mm. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, but I just I wonder. I think our brains must be wired so differently from the constant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. stimulus that we have stimuli that we have yeah whereas i think, think i'm not saying life was easier because obviously there was a lot of very difficult things but the decisions you had to make must have been so much smaller mm. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh yeah, I don't know. What's your favourite invention, Hugh, of our lifetime? Oh, I should have been thinking while you two were rabbiting oh, on there. I know. But I wasn't. AirPods. AirPods? I mean, AirPods are pretty great. I, 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 as you can see, I don't have them. Have and you ever had them? I, I... Because I didn't want them. And then I got them and they're amazing. My, my, my wife has them and I use them occasionally. But I find the fact that they can run out of batteries highly inconvenient. And they're not, they're not that far away from you. What's the disadvantage of a, of a small cable? I don't understand. I'll because tell you, Michael. Ever... I'll tell you. Because yeah. my sister was one day walking along the canal and the cable snagged on the railing of the canal and her phone went flying into it. Oh. There you go. And she was on the phone to someone. So like, <laughs> just hung up. They were like, there she goes. Sophie's gone. <laughs> And also, do you remember that I, I could never figure out what the cool thing was to do with your cable, so to speak? Mm. So, like, you'd be walking along, you're like, do I tuck it under my scarf? Do I put it into my coat? Do I put it down my yeah. neck like I'm a bodyguard? Like, yeah. the, I, I, the, the AirPod is it's the simplest thing, but it is mm. such an upgrade in your And, Michael, their experience. battery life is great. The battery life is well. These are going four years and the battery life is brilliant. It's a fad. It's a fad. That's what it is. Yeah. No, I think something... I, <laughs> Along those, do you remember when when you used to ha- when you had a before like a Bluetooth became a thing? Do you remember in your car you would have you'd have your iPod that you downloaded music from the computer on, right? Didn't have any sort of internet connectivity. Yeah. And then you would have a a tape deck yes! that you could plug your iPod into, and you put the tape deck into the car, and it would take the songs from the. Uh, do you remember? But like, you had you had to put kind of a tape in, and you had to tune it into a radio. You station. had to tune it <laughs> yeah. to your iPod. Yeah. yeah. No, there Would were two like... different. There were two different things. One was one was a one was a radio broadcaster that came from your iPod. There was no tape involved, and then the other one was a thing that you could put the tape the wall, into the I tape think you, deck. I think you had to tune it to. I remember you, there was the, the, the was radio signal thing. You had to tune. You have to tune. But the tape thing you just put in. And that was a remarkable Do you know what? A disc man. A disc man was pretty cool. And a walk man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like you just had a thing in your pocket that was massive. Yeah. That was spinning around the whole time. And that time, if you moved you it know? all, it, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that with the disc but man? Like, I I had a, a little radio, like, like, like just a tiny radio that I used to love. Like that, that, that when I had earphones on it. And that felt like. So I listen to audiobooks at night, right? I sleep on my own, so it's very easy. I just put the put the phone on my bedside table and I, I blast it out. I used to. I remember I had Harry Potter and the <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta let you get through this one. Too, yeah. Oh dear, okay. dear, indeed. Okay. <laughs> but I had what I used to use to listen to audiobooks was basically like a ghetto blaster. <laughs> like I had a full, yeah. like, two-sided, like, two-speaker-sided yeah. tape player yeah. that I would plug in beside my bed. Like, it was about the size of, like, four big shoes put yeah. together. Something like that. Like, it like was huge. Like a small suitcase, like a toolbox. Pumping out the Stephen Yeah, Fry. like a toolbox. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly, you know? Yeah. Just listening to... And you'd have to turn it over then, you know, as well. Turn over your sides. Oh, but, like, what about prized possessions was you remember those little radios that were like a cd player or radio with a tape deck and it wasn't mm. getting it was like kind of a what a mm. neat little mm. unit mm. and oh god getting one of those was but i kind of miss that like i feel i mean if you showed yourself at eight years old your iphone now yeah like yeah your, your mind would explode and i just miss yeah. i miss being dazzled by 
an invention. Yeah. But for the moment, I mean, like my dad always talks about the first time he saw somebody with a scientific calculator. Mm. And how everybody yeah. gathered round to yeah. to you know, yeah. you know what I mean, and then and then within a couple of years they were being given away in petrol stations free. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it's yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Calculators are gas, like old style calculators are gas. Yeah. Do you know what I really enjoy when I ever I have the occasion to use? You know, one of those ones that's kind of got a little curve on it. Yes. Not a scientific mm. one, like more like an accountant's one. Yes. Oh yeah, with the little raised screen. Yeah. 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 And I like just sort of totting up my figures you know do you remember when the euro came in and they sent you out the Converter. converting calculators yes. do you remember wow. i remember my, da- my dad came back from the shop that morning and we gathered around and he showed us they were the so shiny money. they were so shiny yeah. and the conversion I- rate was 0.787564 <laughs> yeah well guys i think we're kind of getting probably to final judgments are we i i, I feel like we've um we've talked a lot about the victorians for sure and found a little, a little bit more about them and ourselves in the process they weren't all good though obviously Hugh so what do you think legitimate like I mean there's some pretty bad stuff there I mean there's the slums kit child labor yeah the excesses of empire the barbaric treatment of peoples around the world yeah, yeah. the sexism the kind of oh the puritanical morality yeah, it feels like you're trying to put some pretty big fingers no, on some no, scales. I, I just don't want people to be like Anya Michael came on and talked about blimps and how much they love sideburns for two hours. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just, just in the interest of balance, just so we'll just throw this all in at the Dise- end. Disease, lice. Yeah. yeah, but like buying. Well, are we, are we, are we judging the Victorians or the Victorian age? I think it's the Victorians. I think it's the stuff they could consciously control. Yeah. Okay. Well, then vast majority of people much like the vast majority of people in any age are just doing their best you yeah, know yeah, and as always yeah. there's some bad ones up there at the top causing yeah. issues but like i'm not gonna say that those kids who died at the age of three aren't a legitimate like you know yeah that's fair it wasn't their fault so i'm gonna say the victorians themselves listen yeah some some bad people up top but they're bad people up top every every era so i'm gonna say listen lads go on play on Legitimate like. Let them off. Off they go. Well, there we go. Yeah. That's been the Victorians. <laughs> I guess they're a legitimate like. You know, good enough for them. Another another win for the Victorians, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you guys have voted? No, I think no. I think no. I think Will would have voted no. Would have gone to us. I would have said no. Michael would have said yes. We'd have been at a deadlock again. That's exactly what would have happened. Mm. Yeah. 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 Interesting. yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just think Lucky. It, so we're better with one man, one vote, apparently. That just makes things yeah. cleaner and neater. One ranger, one riot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you have enjoyed it. Please let us know what your favourite um, aspect of the Victorian era was. You know, was it the slum? Was it Dickens? Was it chimney sweep children? I suppose that was the Mary Poppins is later. Mary Poppins is Edwardian, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes, including our episode on the past with historian John Gallagher. Or go back and listen to John Gallagher's other episode when he talked about chocolate bars. It's a great episode. And I think that was an Easter time episode and it's, it's, it's coming up to Easter now, so you can go and listen to that. Please follow us, rate and review us. You can find us at Legitimate Likes on Instagram and on Twitter and get in touch and let us know what you think. And indeed, if there are any other episodes you would like us to do or any other areas in history you'd like us to cover. Michael and Anya, thank you for producing. Thanks, Hugh. Anytime. Thank you, Hugh. Yeah, we'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.